After my last post, a letter to my children, I feel that I need to clarify something. I am truly living my best life. How could I not be? I am free from the constant abuse of a narcissist. No, I am not naive either, I know the potential battles that could be coming down the road. I have no idea how volatile she may be during the finalization of our divorce. She always said she wanted it quick and easy, but she lies. A lot. First, my best life. A few years ago, I suffered psychological injury that drained me of all emotion and sent me into a spiral of depression and suicidal thoughts. During this time, I was devoid of most emotion, with the exception of angry outbursts, which I see now may have been my abuser pushing my buttons. I have always been an active parent, but this time period in my life affected that. I remember playing with my children, seeing their happy faces, and thinking that this should be the best time of my life. Intellectually, I could see that I should be happy, emotionally, it was not possible. Since my abuser and I physically separated, I have noticed many improvements in my life, some which showed up instantly, and others over time. The first night we were no longer sleeping under the same roof, I slept better, a trend that has continued to this day. Over time, I noticed that I was eating healthier, I wasn't stress eating anymore, and I was increasingly more active physically. I had always said that left to my own devices, I would eat better and live an active lifestyle. I had always believed that my abuser intentionally sabotaged my diets, wanting to eat out constantly when I was on a diet, or by telling me that I was grouchy when dieting. I also believed that she was constantly sabotaging any attempt at any exercise by a variety of means including, asking to take the children with me on my bike rides, having important chores for me to work on, or she would have last-minute pressing errands she needed to take care of. About the time I realized that I was starting to love myself and feeling a lot better overall, I momentarily fell for a hoovering attempt from my abuser. I was quite angry with myself for falling for something that I knew was coming and that was incredibly ridiculous considering our past. She had hinted at some continued sexual interest in me, which, like a typical male, I explored with some interest. This was completely ridiculous as she hadn't really shown any sexual interest in a several years. In fact, if she had initiated sexual interaction in the last five years of our relationship, I would have bought a lottery ticket. I was determined to never let myself fall for another one of her Hoover attempts again, so I set about on a journey to gain knowledge. I started by reading Psychopath Free by Jackson McKenzie. The information in the first chapter of this book alone hit me like a ton of bricks, as I realized what our whole relationship had been. Over the next week to 10 days, I cried randomly, first as I grieved the image of what I thought I had, and secondly, as I released years of pent-up toxic emotions. I embraced the tears as I knew it was healing, although there were times at work when I had to wipe my face rapidly to mask my emotions. The information that I had obtained through the book terrified me as a I realized the extent of what I may be up against as we finalized our divorce. In an effort to become more controlled of myself, I then read, The Wim Hof Method, Activate Your Full Human Potential, by Wim Hof. I began taking cold showers as described in the book and began the breathing exercises he does, as meditation. I started to feel more control of my emotions, but I was still struggling. A really good friend of mine, who is also quite spiritual, suggested that I read, there's a spiritual solution to every problem, by Wayne W. Dyer. Wow. This book was incredibly helpful. For example, problems are creations of our minds, we tell ourselves that an issue is a problem. If we were to tell ourselves that something is not problem, it will not be an issue for us. Now, I send love to my abuser while meditating, and any time that I begin thinking of her negatively. As time progressed, and we are only talking a couple of weeks, I was firm in my boundaries regarding my abuser as she tried her best to get any attention from me. Over one weekend, she came after my boundaries hard, excuse after excuse, 
playing the desperate victim. She then posted a love memory of us on social media and tagged me in it, something that got her a lot of attention from others. I didn't bite. In fact, this loving memory reminded me that it was actually an abusive ploy of hers at the time. A couple of days later I saw her profile on a couple of dating sites, and laughed in relief when I read her profile and saw how obviously desperate, she was for attention. After my momentarily relief, I struggled with the image of this lady I had fallen madly in love with, the mother of my babies, had now degenerated to a common slut on internet dating sites. I am no longer on dating sites, nor am I trying to date. I realized there was too much unnecessary background noise in my mind when I want to be focusing on personal growth. I feel that if I started dating now, I would be doing a disservice to myself. I explain it is getting off an elevator before I get to the top floor. I had booked an appointment with my longtime psychologist once I realized what I was up against and had started fearing the future. I explained to my psychologist how I had come to my realization of what I was dealing with. This was a session that was filled with tears as I allowed years of toxic emotions to be released. When I explained how I was relieved that she was on dating sites, inviting all takers, but I couldn't reconcile the image I had of her, my psychologist asked me to think of her as just doing what she needs to do to survive in her world. Profound. She's just doing what she needs to do to survive in this world. She abused me and did terrible things, I should hate her, no. I didn't hate my abuser to begin with, I just thought of her as a snake doing snake things. I think all abusers are horrible people and should be flagged for relationships with normal people, but thinking of my abuser as just doing what she needs to do, puts everything into a whole new perspective. At the suggestion of my psychologist, I then read, Let That Shit Go, by Nina Porowal and Kate Petria. This book helped put the finishing touches on my ability to not let the actions of my abuser bother me or cause me to worry about the future. Now, when I think negative thoughts, I tell myself, out loud, to stop. It works. I then express, also out loud, that I'm sending her, and her new trove of victims, love. Over the last few months, I have become much more spiritual. I have always believed that I was in tune with the universe, and that if you listened, the universe would talk to you. This has become especially true for me in recent weeks. Recently, the negative vortex that follows my abuser, affected me. My abuser had decided to push my buttons by pressing an issue that she knew would get my attention. I knew that I had to make a stand, and did so, however, it affected my day quite negatively. I was at work and interacting with my abuser by text message, and it was distracting to say the least. A lady that works in my building, stopped me in the parking lot, and wished me an amazing day. This lady is high vibration, and always cheerful. Later that day, as I was dropping the children off with their mom, a spiritual friend texted me and asked me how I was doing. I knew instantly that the universe had spoken to him and told him to reach out. I dismissed my plans for the evening and went to his place where we had a good spiritual conversation. He told me that when he woke that morning, he sensed I needed help that day. When I didn't send him a message, he texted me at the very moment my emotional health was at the most risk. The universe looks after those that listen. Now, to living my best life. I believe that I truly am, I also believe that with continuous growth, it will only get better. Do I believe there won't be times of pain? I do not. Without pain, we would never grow. Remember how I was devoid of emotion? How I knew I should be happy but I wasn't. I now live in the moment, I appreciate the small things in life. I look in my children's eyes and I revel in their innocence and their joy. I realized that I was going to write this post as I was cuddling with my youngest and looking into his joyful eyes as I squeezed him. I took my babies to the beach the other day and played in the sand with them, I didn't let the sand-filled clothes bother me later as sand was scattered over the floor. I can now find moments of peace while stuck in traffic, listening to horns honk and engines revving. 
I enjoy every minute that I possibly can. If I'm with my children, I enjoy the little moments I get to share with them. If they are with their mom, I enjoy the silence and the reset I get from the break. I take the extra time to love myself more, to get in the physical activity or the rest my body needs. I also meditate daily and try to take one cold bath or shower each day. I learned the idea of cold water exposure from the Wim Hof method. Life is continual growth. Regardless of how badly we may have been abused, we have to focus on ourselves in the future. Life is too short to be constantly worrying about someone else, or even ourselves. I believe the universe has a purpose for everyone and will look after those of us who tune in and allow it to do its work. Remember, your windshield is larger than your rearview mirror for a reason.